Back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsey Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Big Red Birdies. This is, uh, I'm Megan Whitaker here with Lindsay Teal. It is time for our quirky question of the day, our second segment every show. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Lindsay, what's your favorite post-round meal after a tournament? Hmm. Yeah, if I could choose any meal. I feel like we usually switch it up pretty well when we're on the road. But if I could choose any meal, I think I would have to go with barbecue. Just some kind of good barbecue. I don't know. I don't know if it'd be ribs after a tournament, maybe just some kind of good barbecue sandwich, barbecue chicken, anything barbecue, fries, or mashed potatoes. Mac and cheese? No. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Throw that in there. Healthier option, maybe I'll go vegetable. <laughs> I, it depends on how I'm feeling, how the day went. But yeah, some just good like comfort food post-round, I think. Yeah. I might have to change that if we have like another round the next day or something. I was going to say, I don't know if you could do three rounds in a row. No, 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 no. I don't think so. But if it was like last round of the tournament, then it would be like comfort food, barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm choosing. What about you? I would have to do Mexican food because when I play family golf at home, my dad always does a thing where if you get up and down, you get chips and salsa. So anytime we're on the course... At any point you get up and down, which typically happens at least once around. <laughs> yeah, Even you. if you make a birdie, that counts because you got up and down yeah, from somewhere. Yeah, no, that's true. So anytime I get up and down, immediately I think you chips think and chips salsa. salsa. So then I'm thinking about it that's a good the, the rest incentive. of the round. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. Mexican food is always good too. We usually have that, I mm-hmm. would say, once a tournament or once every other tournament. Yeah. Lots of good meals yeah. go around. We also had a lot of good food in New Orleans. We did. They are known for their... Cajun food and crawfish mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, we did, I'm trying to think, I think that was the first night we were down mm-hmm. there. We went to a Cajun restaurant, which was really good. Yeah, they had, I got a shrimp po' boy sandwich. It was so good with yes. red beans and rice. Yep. So. Yep. And I had, no, oh, what did I, I think just Cajun shrimp, mm-hmm. I think, and some kind of sauce and yeah, yeah. with their potatoes and red beans and rice, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts about going to New Orleans is the food. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the culture is so interesting to see too. Mm-hmm. I think I I've been there twice now, both for golf tournaments, but we've stayed in downtown and just been able to see the culture, get beignets. Yes, we did thing. that yesterday. Yeah, yep. we so did it, the beignets. It's just yep. kind of fun to see something different. There's not a lot of places like that here. No, <laughs> no, so, there's not. Yeah. No, that was that was fun. Um, it was just a fun, it was just such a fun tournament. I mean, I wish, it's nice that we're back now, yeah. um, catch back up on school, but it was a fun three, four days when we were down there. It was, it was a blast. And just, it just felt good to be in contention and to be just like constantly going for something. Um, we were kind of talking about this in the last segment too, but if you missed it, um, yeah, we were down in New Orleans, um, lost by three shots as a team to LSU in Tulane's Invitational tournament um so we yeah we had a great showing um we broke the team record at nebraska i think by eight strokes eight shots i think so yeah a really great showing 
Um, all of us were very proud. So that was just a great way to start off the season. But yeah, how did, Megan, how did you kind of handle that pressure? Did you feel pressure after the first day we were tied for the lead as a team and you're doing very well individually? Um, and how do you kind of maintain that then like going back to the hotel that night and then getting back to the course in the morning? What did that kind of look like? Yeah, I thought it was, um, it's been a little bit since we've been in contention as a team. Yeah. I, I yeah. think, I don't know, sometime in February last year we were, but it's been a while. So I think it was a new feeling and we have a new lineup this year, a very new team. Yes. So I didn't know how everyone was going to respond, but I think in the hotel that night, everyone was very calm. I mean, we did have a lot of school to do. So I think yeah. <laughs> some of our minds were more, you know, on school that night, but I, I think I was more nervous at the start of the round and I got off to a solid start in my opinion. I think I was one under through five um, mm -hmm. and made just a ton of pars. And I honestly, I was actually more calm this tournament than I've been in the past, just because I think I knew that I had full faith in our lineup, that everyone was going to push until the end and do everything they could. And it was more just about getting yourself or the way I thought of it was put yourself in position and try to get yourself as many birdie looks as possible. And if they fall, they fall. And if they don't, yeah. they don't. But trying not to press because in the past I've tried to press and that just doesn't end well with golf. Yeah. And then I think trying to press too just puts on so much pressure and then you just get so disappointed if you don't. And it's like, okay, our expectation cannot be birdies, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's just not realistic. But then sometimes that just kind of slips into our mindset, especially when we're in contention like that. Um, especially going against head to head with a team like LSU. Um, I think one of the things that I just kind of was made aware of right away from the beginning and something that I didn't even really think about because I haven't been in a team position. I haven't been in the lineup many times either. I think once or twice when we've been in contention. So I'm still kind of learning when we're in mm -hmm. that position, but yeah, starting off right away on hole one and knowing that we are tied with LSU and then yeah. like having to play with an LSU girl, I think it was so easy. And we talked about it a little bit as a team before we went out to the first tee of like, you don't have to play head to head. You don't have to play match play with your girl, with your LSU girl as you're going. But it, it really is. It's hard. It, it's hard because she would make a big putt for birdie. And then, I mean, I have no idea what the other four girls are doing out there, but I know that what I'm doing. And it would be really hard to not be like, okay, I need to press for a birdie now because she just did. And mm -hmm. they may have gone one up. Um, so I was just kind of made aware of that really early. That, that was on my mind. But yeah, I just tried to stay very much getting as many looks for par as I could or easy pars, you know, yeah. and just trying to make as many easy pars as I could hitting greens. So I could just have two putts. Um, and then some putts fall when mm -hmm. you do that. So, yeah, I think the team dynamic is a little bit different than the individual one, just because like Lindsay said, it's like you're, you're paired up with the teams you're competing against. So, I mean, even I noticed that the first day, um, cause I played with an LSU girl, the 36th day and she was not having her best day. So I was like, Oh, yeah. I think I beat her by four or five the first round. And I was like, oh, okay. But her score ended up being the throwout score. Yeah. So it's so like, it doesn't, know. it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Or she could have beat me, but if mine's the throwout score, it's like, you never know because not all five scores are counting. Yeah. So I think it's like, it's That's really true. hard to, you obviously want to compete against them and you want to beat them, but it's like, it doesn't always like math wise Mesh add up. No, no, it really doesn't. How did you feel coming down the stretch then in like the last few holes? Did you 
expect us to kind of be right there? Did you know we were right there? And how did you I did. kind of manage that? I did when Jeannie, <laughs> when she told me <laughs> after 16, we were tied with them. I was like, yeah. all right. Um, and 17 and 18 were not the easiest. The wind picked up on 17 yeah, and 18. And did. there was a back right pin on 17 with water all right, carrying a bunker. <laughs> and I had a number I did not like at all. So I just kind of played out to the left. But it's like... Yeah. Then I had a 45-foot lag butt, so yes. that's not ideal. Yes. And then 18, it was straight into the wind and hazard left, hazard right with your three wood off the fairway. I was like, all right, we got to get this thing yeah. <laughs> down the fairway. Yeah. And then that pin wasn't wasn't a very big green to hit to that front no. hole location. So that was straight into wind too. I was like, okay, we got to do it. Yeah. And I was, I luckily... I parred the last two. I was close to birdieing 18. You You did finish with the birdie though. You finished on one. I did, yes. Um, and it was an interesting shot into the green. I, <laughs> I, it was funny. So the day before, I also finished on one, and I did not finish very well. I finished with a bogey, but just was kind of a mess getting the bogey in. And so I was like thinking of that. You know, that's in my head as I'm mm-hmm. going to one. And I knew that we were probably really close. Wanted to be able to finish well, at least with the par. Um, so I think I was kind of like ultra focused on that of just trying to get in with a par and so I had a good drive and then I was standing there with our assistant coach Matt um and that pin was also tucked mm-hmm. back right with, with water right with water right and sand right in front of the green so I was like okay we're not going at this pin and the LSU girl had gone before me and so she had kind of stuck it close so then you know I'm trying to manage that in my head of like okay you don't have to try and get it closer than her for an easy birdie I think she was within 10 feet or something so um yeah, Matt kind of helped me with that, helped me pick a pick a target, which was I was going to the very fat part of the green, very much left of the target, left of the sand. Um, yeah, could have just been a nice, easy, I think I had like a 48 degree wedge, so 115 yards. Um, but I just made a really bad swing on it. I don't know why. I felt like, okay, standing over the ball. Something happened, made a really bad, bad swing. So I end up pushing it like straight to the hole <laughs> and I, I, I looked at Matt and I was like, I promise <laughs> I did not mean to do that. I wasn't, you know, oh, here's my target, but actually trying to go to the hole. But it was just kind of funny how that worked out. And Jeannie had saw it too. And I, anyway, I had, a, I think a four footer that I made for birdie, but Jeannie <laughs> came up to me after the round and she's like, wow, that was a really great shot in there. And I was like, oh my gosh. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, even you trying. Knew. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not my plan. I promise I was trying to play safe parts of the green but it just I mean yeah sometimes it doesn't work out that way but it ended up being fine <laughs> yeah that's yeah I mean there's just something about coming down the stretch it's like and I felt like the wind picked up just right at that time I was like yeah. yep you need good shots like all good shots coming in yes yes but no it was it was fun for sure to just be in that position and I mean even Genia told us this too like those are the days that you play you know, that's the days you play for. Like, mm-hmm. we are there, we are in contention. That's what makes golf fun is just being in those super challenging positions, feeling pressure. Like, it's a good thing to feel pressured, especially that kind of pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's going to help us for the next tournament, I think, even though we came up short. There are so many things that we can take from that. Yeah. So. I think we all collectively learned just so much um, yeah. in this tournament. I mean, I learned a lot. And now I know kind of my focuses for this next tournament. I felt like uh, for me, like my putting was a lot better, which was good to see because we've worked really hard on that. And I thought my chipping was very solid. Mm -hmm. Um, But I now, you know, I learned that my driver needs to be a little bit more consistent because it got me in trouble a few times. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, you look back after a tournament um, and, you, you know, you can never really be like, oh, this shot and this shot, right? Because, it, you know, it's all yeah. builds. But yeah. I think I had two or three or four shots where my driver put me in trouble. And it's like, you know, yeah. you eliminate those. That's two, three, four shots. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, yeah. they add up over a week. They do, for sure. And I think it's so hard to not do that. You never want to go back and, oh, we lost by three there were three shots yeah but it's I mean I know that we all had a few of those that we could collectively add up but what are I mean okay so we're going to Wisconsin this week um yeah how do how do we manage our expectations with that coming off a really good tournament um now going to a new tournament new field how do we manage that I think um, I think we first have to, you know, we have to be proud of what we did because that yeah. was a very successful week and we made a lot of birdies and most importantly, we stayed away from the big numbers as a team. I think we maybe had we to count did. one or two doubles is all. Yeah. Over th- three true. rounds, five girls. That's impressive. I, I didn't mean, even think about that, but yeah. We did a very good job. So I think it's important that we remember that, but we also refocus because I think, you know, it's a, it's a quick turnaround. I mean, we got in at midnight last yeah. night and we leave on in two days. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, you know, we'll be in Wisconsin in 48 hours. So I think, you know, these next two days of practice for me, at least it's like today was kind of evaluation day and now it's like refocus, new plan. What, what do we need to, you yeah. know, improve on to be just a little bit sharper? Yeah, I think so. Something I was thinking about from the last tournament too, um, birdies found us. Yeah. I feel like at that tournament and for all of us, we all made a lot of birdies. And I feel like I've just heard that from a lot of people who are following along, like, oh my gosh, you guys just made a ton of birdies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was doable there and we were able to do it and we played well to do it. But I think for me, it's just not getting in that mindset that like a birdie every other hole is something I should expect or like something I should be going for. We kind of talk about that just in course management stuff of not we are we already mentioned not pressing for birdies but just kind of expectation management of like pars are good lots of pars are good and then like you said avoiding big numbers um but it is kind of hard coming off a good tournament where we did see a lot of birdies and then just kind of toning it down and getting back to okay pars yeah that's where we're starting at and then exactly we'll go from there yeah yeah and you know you give yourself an, enough looks eventually one putt's gonna fall yeah yeah for sure something will All right, well, we're going to go to our second break of the night, but we will be back uh, to finish this off with our third segment. This is Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker here on Big Red Birdies at 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back.